0: You. Episode eight earworm. Do you hear it? Come on, I, I know you do, I hear it all the time. It sounds like anything we want it to be. For for me it used to sound like rain, then it sounded like migrating birds, and then at long last and in the darkness of everything that used to be, it sounded like everything all at once. That's something, isn't it? Everything. I know I used to think so. I thought I'd meet someone who made me feel everything there was to feel, an avalanche of all that makes us human. But when it finally happened, and when I finally felt all that I'd longed for so very much, it struck me as funny how all those noises, all that cacophonous sound, could hit with such force that even everything all at once could sound like... nothing. Like the the white noise you fall asleep to like the pitch black void that greets us in the night. When she was gone, when she left me behind, it was so weird that the blank space that grew between us could sound more full of life than anything we'd ever had. There were still moments, of course, little things that would make me think of her And I'm not talking about seeing her posts on social when she talked about how happy she was from the top of the latest mountain that might have been metaphorical, for all I know. There were just moments, right? And, Jesus, I'm talking about this as if you're not someone just like me, as as if I'm different, but it's whatever. What am I gonna do, talk to you as if you're special? That's such a ridiculous task, and it's hard to focus on anything these days, so yeah. It, it is the little things, like how she used to hum the tune of her favorite song while she worked. It's the, it's the soft padding of her slippered feet as she danced while vacuuming a carpet once covered in dog hair. It's, it's all these stupid little moments that were just as painfully mundane as any other until she was gone. And then they mattered. And then they mattered and I, I wish I didn't have to watch as one by one they all started to fade away. That's, that's what the movies lie about most, you know? They don't say it explicitly, but they're definitely guilty of implication, of suggestion. The beginning credits start and the music kicks in and bang, for the for the next two hours, some hack writer and their troop of pretenders tell you all about how memories last forever. You see flashbacks, flash-forwards, and an infinite number of sideways dashes that imply you'll always remember the ones you either love or might have once loved. They paint a perfect picture of an idyllic life of loss, and it's so painfully simple that you almost believe it's real. You start to tell yourself that they'll last forever in your heart or mind, but they don't. They don't. I do still hear her, though. I, I I hear her humming that same old song, and no matter what, I've, I've never managed to forget something like that. She always used to make fun of me, you know? Not in a bad way, it wasn't that kind of relationship, but she'd tease me about the things I could hear and the ones I said I couldn't. We'd sit for hours in our living room, watching our favorite shows, and if there was even one fan blowing, I could hear the sound of its blade. That gentle whir that might as well have been a tornado or a thunderstorm. C- can you imagine what that was like? To try to explain to someone how the gentle fabrication of a breeze could be so distracting? I think she believed me in the end. I really do. She was nothing if not understanding. But I'm not the easiest person to get along with on even the best of days, so when we went our separate ways, our friends and family understood. That doesn't mean it didn't hurt, it doesn't mean I don't wish I could remember her better. It's just the way things are. When she left, it meant all the time we had spent together had been wasted, at least in a way. I know that seems selfish, and childish, and all those words no one should ever aspire to be, but that's how it felt at the time. And yet even still, I find myself wishing I could remember not just those wasted years, but also the moments, the little slivers of everything that came and went with each and every passing day. I wish I could remember her voice and how she whispered to me in intimate moments. I wish I could hear clearly how she used to say my name. I wish I could remember her laugh. She had a great laugh, the the lilting kind that made everyone around her smile, and yet even that seems to have faded away. I do remember the hum, though. I don't even know what song it was, as music was one of the many things we didn't agree on, but I hear the subtle dancing vibration that always slipped through the silence. I hear it all the time, and I know when you're thinking. You probably think you're pretty smart that everyone has a story like this, that no one is special because you've heard every iteration slip across social media until you begin to believe that there's nothing interesting about anyone at all. But you're wrong. I'm telling you, I hear it, I, I really hear it as plain as day and with nothing to ever get in its way. It's just there. It's like you're walking along a beach in the middle of a hot summer afternoon and you see that black hollow hole following you in perfect imitation. There's a shadow of sound and I hear her all the time. The first time, I can't really remember the first time if I'm being honest. Time blends together for me, and after a while, everything feels like everything else, but I do remember the first time I thought something was wrong. I remember laying in bed with the faintest shards of moonlight slipping through the blinds, and I remember hearing that sound, and it was so close that I could feel the vibration, the thrum of her vocal cords, and I sat up so fast that my head was swimming in the pitch-black night. She'd moved out months ago, and even then I still felt around the bed, so certain that I'd soon feel the warmth of her bare skin beneath my fingers, but I didn't. Of course I didn't. She'd moved in with her brother somewhere a thousand miles away, and all I felt was the rough softness of cheap sheets that swam like still waters around me. That didn't mean she wasn't there, though, and I sat straight and still for so long, listening to those familiar bars and that nameless tune, that it was daylight before I had it in me to face whatever new reality had decided to slip into my home in the middle of the night. I had never once thought about changing the locks, and I didn't then because I was alone in my home, and even though I heard her humming, there was no one there. That night was just the beginning, of course. New life, it's just one of those things, you know. Reality doesn't wait for you to come to terms with it, it's just there. And I think there's a chance something like this was always going to happen. I think it was inevitable. Because it wasn't just the fans, that troubling metal spin. It was everything going back my entire life. I'd, I'd hear my mother calling me in a department store when I was a child her voice calm, but insistent, and I'd turn round and round in an empty aisle only to eventually find her browsing through racks of clothes for a summer dress with no worry at all for about where I might have been. I've heard a ring in my ears ever since I was nine and fell off a deck that stood 12 feet high above our backyard. And even though it was the kind of thing you only knew was there if you listened for it, I've got to imagine that still counts. And all the while, everything else always faded away. I'd meet people at bars and forget their faces when we never met again. I'd forget their names as if that part's hard to imagine. And when my mother died of lung cancer, I forgot almost everything about the woman who'd raised me my entire life and shown me every kindness. Sometimes I find myself sitting in the cemetery staring at her headstone, willing myself to discover some memory that could bring an ounce of meaning to the visits that crossed every one of the four seasons but I never quite managed it. In time, I stopped going altogether. It just seemed silly to stare at a rock in the devout silence for the sake of someone who wasn't there, not even in a memory. I still heard her, of course. I'd be walking toward my car in an empty parking lot and I'd hear my name shouted clear and sharp, only to turn and find that I was still all alone. Even that was infrequent, though. My own mother and she didn't come close to having the persistence of the woman who'd voluntarily moved on so many years ago and left me only with a song. That doesn't seem right, does it? It doesn't make sense. And when it happened that first noticeable time, I called her just to see if she was alright. I was worried that this was one of those, you know, the paranormal things you hear about sometimes when a loved one dies, you know? It wasn't. She she yelled at me and asked if I hadn't heard her enough and then hung up, leaving me to stew in the silence that was no longer silent. I should have asked what song it was. It would have been nice to know that much at least, but ignorance is fitting and I don't think I could convince her, let alone myself, that she could possibly have owed me anything. Time is a currency and I knew we'd both paid more than enough. I wish I knew, though. I I really do. It would make it would make it all a little less painful if some small part of me that's gone could at least attempt to sing along. But maybe that's the brilliance of it, because it's everywhere now, and there's nothing left for me to do. And I and I and I mean that sincerely. I've tried everything. I've I've gone to therapy. I've spoken to doctors. I've been on and off medication, and even tried some of the harder drugs to make her sound go away and some made me forget for a minute, some stole me away to a place I didn't recognize, but whenever I came back and came down, that tune was always there. I could always hear her humming, and in time it took over everything else. It was it was like a parasite in that way. Like a virus. And now, as months have turned to years and her life continues on without a hitch, I'm left here wondering why everything sounds... Just like her. I've turned off all the fans because the hum of the spinning blades no longer sounds like that distracting rush of air. It sounds like the love of my life singing a voiceless song as she curls her hair in the bathroom mirror before work. The refrigerator that kicks in over and over again while I'm trying to watch a movie no longer sounds like a chill to keep good food from going bad and instead it sounds like that distant used to be woman as she watered the flowers in what had once been our backyard it it sets my teeth on edge and i can no longer watch my favorite shows just just imagine won't you imagine sitting in an empty theater thrilled by the solitary experience that seems meant just for you and yet the movie starts and all you can hear is someone breathing in your ear their breath ruffling the hair on the back of your head even though when you turn around in your seat there's no one there. Just imagine, like please just imagine. I I can't listen to music anymore, the artists who got me through the toughest times in my life are useless now as their every tune and melody is thrown off by a hum in my ear that doesn't match the beat. It's, it's as if there's a voice keeping time in my head and the whole world is playing the song wrong. And it's a terrible thing, really. And I sometimes wonder if she's doing this to me. If somehow she figured out a way to ruin my life, but she never seemed like that kind of girl. In the end, we'd gotten on just fine until we didn't, and I think that's how it goes for most people. I, I still care about her. I just hope she could say the same. I don't know, some days when I'm terribly lonely and that vibrating lilt won't stop, I try to tell myself that she's singing to me, that maybe some wires got crossed and this was some misplaced attempt at being romantic, at never really letting me go, but I really hope that's not the case. I don't think I'd care to live in a world where love could take the form of something so incessant and repetitive and terrible that it could ruin my life. What a pale thing that love would be, and what an awful end for our romantic hopes and dreams. I don't know, still, I suppose that's life. Sometimes no matter how well it's supposed to work out, it can all just go terribly wrong, can't it? I stopped in the urgent care center today, but they wouldn't give me any medication. No, no matter how many times I explained it, they couldn't help but look at me as if I was an addict who'd stumbled in off the street, but I'm not. And I tried to tell them I wasn't, and yet I suppose there was no way they were going to see me as anything other than a man who at some point or another had taken a dark turn down a path that was empty and long and so tragically dark. I, I begged them to turn off the air conditioning, my, my hands over my ears as I watched the papers on their desks stir from the manufactured breeze, but they wouldn't. I asked if they could at least turn off their computers, but they wouldn't do that either. No matter what, um, no matter how insistent I became, they wouldn't believe that I could hear a humming or song and how every note was slipping from the monitor and the metal gaps in the ceiling grid. I left after that. Um, I imagine they'll try to bill me despite leaving me to deal with the noise on my own, but it doesn't matter. The, 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 the post takes at least two days and I will have solved all my problems by then. See I'm, I'm sitting in my living room now and every electronic device I own is plugged in and the volume is spun as high as the dial will go. I've collected boomboxes over the years. See, I thought if I found the right one, it might make the noises go away. They never did, but I always kept trying, and now I'm sitting on the floor with every single one of them pointed at me, playing music from different stations. I think I think one might even be broadcasting a traffic report. And uh, I keep hoping I'll hear the song, the true song that the hum is based on, but... It isn't there, it's, it's, it's never there. Her voices, though, no matter how loud the radios get, no matter how cacophonous the mix of country rock and midnight jazz, I hear her. I hear her humming in my ear, as if she's wrapped me in her arms and her lips are so very close. I wish it didn't have to be this way. I I, I, I wish I knew what was happening or why I had to hear the things the way I do. But it does, and I don't. I have a tight grip on the Phillips screwdriver that's balanced metal end up on the coffee table, and I keep telling myself it's just like cleaning your ears, even though we were taught never to go too deep. It feels like I'm dunking my head underwater, like I'm drowning in the living room of a lifeless home, and then it feels like a red-hot poker. Like a line of molten lava, or a stovetop's pilot light—that's creeping deeper and deeper and deeper. But but something's got to give. Just uh, just a little further. I can I can hear her humming. I can hear that god-awful song. And uh, just a little further. I tell myself. Just a just a little further. There's only so deep it can go.